Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is August 24th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm just, uh, I'm hoping and praying that your internet makes it through this. You're hey. in Cleveland, Ohio. It turns out that all poor ass households have it's poor fun. internet. That's what the I'm internet's learning. internet's working great. You're in your, what, aren't you in your in-laws basement where the Wi-Fi has been terrible? It's been afflicting this podcast for the last few weeks. So I'm in my parents, like in a, in a tucked away guest room somewhere. You're in your in-laws basement where 30 something, you know, alleged professionals, not really. Uh, but with the, the podcast continues to pace here on, on Wednesday. Um, Wi-Fi be record, Recording from in-laws and parents' uh, houses. Wife, this is with a real is. professional organization. Look. If someone wants to spot, you know, if Comcast Business wants to come in and sponsor us, maybe we'll try to do some, you know, have some official studio. But until then, I don't know. We're just going to be on the road, connecting where we connect. And whatever the end product is, that's what it is. And you know what? The expectations are low. Um, let me let me tell you something I just learned right before we hit record. I'm so I'm mad I didn't save this for enough. you. <laughs> I didn't save this for you. I go, hey, did you see this? He goes, what? Uh, Jason Sobel tweet, PGA Tour announces that all tour championship competitors will be eligible for next year's Century TOC and moving forward. That means an extra eight spots in the field this time around, the, which would include Adam Scott, Colin Morikawa, Connors, Young, Wise, Harmon, Figala, and Stallings. So that you whole little... What, you, know what all those, you know what all those guys have in common? What? They Sorry. aren't champions. Spilled water all over And they're going to be playing at the Tournament of Champions. You know, who had a better there's, year? There's, Luke List or Kyle Morikawa, Adam Scott? Well, who they had better, had better year? years, but they didn't win. Who would this, you rather watch It's a winner's, winner's only tournament. This is so absurd. It, you could see it coming you when they call did this. The, the, the COVID year. <laughs> You're like, this is a trial balloon. They're trying to amplify the tour championship and what it means to get to Atlanta. We'll also amplify well, the TOC here's the thing. in a way. Yeah. You got to change the name. You got to change the name of the tournament, tournament of mostly champions. Champion. Tournament of mostly champions. A few others. T it, it, this is okay. If they said, hey, you know what? We're changing the name of the tournament champions. We're going to add the FedEx Cup, you know, the the people that made it the Tour Championship, and we're going to call it, you know, the Century Tournament. It, but no, they're going to keep the Tournament of Champions moniker, and it's just going to be a farce, just like the Western Open. They're hey. just ruining the history of the event. This is the problem. They, this is what they do. They just decide to do whatever they want. And they talk about history out of one side of the mouth and act out of the other. That's true. The history and legacy stuff doesn't always jive with a lot of the, the rewriting and constant, you know, going wherever the next dollar comes from or the next, 
harebrained scheme comes from from the moat beyond the walls of the moat. But uh, substantively, I mean, in a very minor way, is this also a, a chance to close ranks around the, uh, run their stars and best players? Like, give sweeten the pot of another no cut, guaranteed start cash event for probably a lot of good players either that won or got to Atlanta. Again, I have no problem with this. If they made a holistic decision of, Just you know what? The name. We're, we're done with the tournament of champions. We're, we're going to reboot. The problem is, is we're going to get people winning the tournament of champions who weren't champions. Harris English. And then it's like it? they shouldn't even be there. And then you've ruined the whole history. You've ruined the tournament that, you know, one time Ernie Els in his heyday just ran yeah. ran rough shot over over the field. And <laughs> you know, the, the great tournament that, Is that Jeff why you Ogilvy care so won. Much? Because of its association you know, with Ernie, that's why you care about the legacy so much. No, but it, this is this is literally like the tournament that you start the year with every it year. Is a good it one. means something. Yeah. It means something. Like there's a sentimental value to it, and it's like, oh, who's at this tournament? You know what? It's really easy to explain to people who's at this tournament. People that won a tournament last year. Oh, that's cool. Now it's hey, it's people that won a tournament last year. Or people that had a very good year. What, Let me tell. What's a very good year? Oh, it's, it's people that came in the top 30 of this, you know, somewhat actually very flawed ranking system that doesn't <laughs> even take into effect strength of field or anything. Like Brian Harmon is in the top 30. Yeah, he is. Yes, I, he. Can you tell me like what Brian Harmon like? I sure I've seen him like play golf on the weekend. Did you like? Has he done anything memorable this entire year for you? I mean, he wore the same belt. He wears the same. He's mostly known for his tailoring and attire and wearing the same belt. Uh, but yeah, but, I think he's had a good year. Obviously, he's had a good year, but he's he's contended at a few things. I think a couple majors. Yeah, he's contended. Maybe. Like he's been in the mix, but Didn't it's he like, a good oh, US Brian Open? Harmon. Didn't he have a good US I, Open? I, okay, I think he faded every Sunday. Like he was in the mix, but it's like, wait, this guy hasn't done anything memorable, and he's in this. He's in the tournament of champions. He was. Um, this is this is the classic. This is just classic PGA Tour right he's here. He's T six at the Open. Quintessential. T third in Memphis. T six at the Open, and then. Yeah, I, I just not a lot else. Not a lot else. Yeah, Jeez. this is my point. You can literally do this by playing well at Memphis or Wilmington. Like you play well one time because of the way the playoffs are structured, and you're in the tournament champions. Oh, what'd that guy do? Oh, you know, he was 120 25th in the standings. They finished second at, at, at Memphis. He finished second in one event of the year. And he and he got into the tournament of champions. Hey, next January third, you know, whatever fourth, you got you're sitting by the fire. What's going on? You getting attacked by little dogs or animals? You're no, looking around just, the floor. What's going on? Over just there? irritated. I just was um, thinking of something. January third, fourth, next next year, you pour yourself a bourbon. It's like eight p.m. local. Although you're West Coast, whatever it is, six. The you know you're sitting by the fire in January. The Kapalua comes on. Who would you rather see on the first tee? You know, Mark Rolfing. Who would you rather see? Ryan Brem or Sahith Thagala? Right? I mean, winners well, doesn't necessarily... I think Ryan, Ryan Brem, Brem won, won an event. 
He won an event. Opposite field. Well, maybe opposite field should be invited. Here's the thing. So I was thinking about this, like the Rory Tiger thing and the, you know, the, the, the elevated events effectively. And I was like, you know what? Kapalua would be a sweet elevated event. Oh yeah. Like maybe that's, you disband the, and that's the way you kick off the year. It's Kapalua and it's 80 guys. Like that would be awesome. A good and trip, attractive trip about, to most of these guys, right? They're into they're up yeah. to going to Kapalua in January. As long as it doesn't mean they got to play like four or five events in a row, which it usually doesn't. So yeah. So I was one. thinking about that, and I'm like, oh, that would be awesome. This is all the most important thing that needs to happen, though, is that the tournament of champions needs to be just disbanded. You can't just new name willy nilly rename these things because that's how we end up with all these. Just it just makes a mockery of the history of the game. Century has signed on until twenty thirty five, so maybe they'll demand that they readjust the name now that they're the title sponsor for a while. Something like I don't that. know. Maybe that the, all they'll have to do is is spell it out in flowers, and they'll be happy. <laughs> I was uh, I was watching uh. The USAM, and they were going uh, 2023 US, uh, USO, uh, USGA venues for next year. So they're going LACC North, Bel Air, I think it's a uh, women's amateur. Uh, where else? Century a million World year. And then they get to Century World, and the Cookie Monster is going through all of them. He knows all of them. Uh, LACC. Bel Air, I can't remember the other, wherever the events are next year. A bunch of Pebble Beach, obviously, for women's. I think it's a century world. I, you know, I'm not, he's literally added something on all of them. Century world, you know, that's one I'm not real familiar with. Don't know what that's all about. I was like, ah, he hasn't how does seen he not the, know the flowers. Flower <laughs> the flower <laughs> it did stick out like a sore thumb on the list uh, uh, that they had up on the graphic. Anyways, they're signed on for the new se- tournament of mostly champions for another, whatever, 13 years. Um, hey, have you thought at all more about the report? We kind of reacted immediately after the No Line Up published their uh, report of you know some sort of tour within a tour it looks like no more than 15 events have you thought more about this i think we've seen a lot of counter arguments or initial critiques of it are that what are what is this just a bunch of more wgc's is this what we want um go ahead the thing i've thought a lot about is you know how are they going to do this with the ske- current schedule? Are existing events going to slide into this? Are new events going to be created and old events, you know, knocked out? I think Garrett Morrison in the Friday newsletter made a really good point about, about like if the Genesis and in, in LA, and this goes along the lines of the tournament of champions. Like we have, we have, we have stated this on this podcast. It was super sad when Tiger kind of took over the LA, the former LA open at Riviera turned it into an invitational tournament and, you know, reduced the field and, you know, really reduced the qualification. Like it's no longer an open tournament, just like the Western open open tournament. I remember a kid that I played high school golf against Michael Shackner. He, he, what he qualified for the Western open at, I think like age 19, he, had, he Monday qualified for one of the biggest tournaments of the year. That's a huge deal. And it's like a fabric part of the event, right? You know, there were locals always qualifying for the, for the Western open, just like the LA open. And, you know, then it becomes an invitational. Now it becomes this small select field, you know, part of me 
would like to see some of these events if they if this goes through. Obviously, it needs to get passed. If this goes through, I'd like to see new events. I'd just like to, you know, entirely let's start new conceptualized. Yep. Yeah, like I don't think it. I think markets. some events you can change, and it's not a big deal. Like, but I don't like the idea of of just completely. And this is hard because the Genesis is one of those events that you want as one of these events. You want Riviera as one one of the venues of one of these events. But then you lose all the history associated with LA Open. I would imagine completely. Would, like they've I've, already lost a lot of it. It's got it. If this thing were to go big, it would have to be kind of a median Q1 and Q4. Right, I mean, they're not going to be playing two of these things a month when the majors are going on, right? Maybe you sprinkle one, you know, a few in, right? Like one a month, then a major, one a month, then a major. But like, you, if you're getting the twelve to fifteen events, you know, that first quarter of the year, and that you know means West Coast has to be pretty meaty, almost a, a couple of months, and then. I guess the same in the fall or maybe not if guys want to take off. So it would be interesting how it works on an actual calendar. Um, I, I, I take I some... Pulled, I, go ahead. I pulled a few months ago, maybe like actually a few weeks ago. It was probably like three weeks ago. I put together, you know, when we were talking about like how the tour should be reformed, blah, blah, blah. I put together like what an ideal schedule would be yeah and it was really heavy effectively until the players and then with the majors it was like one other event a month yeah right and it was i i think off the top of my head what i put together was kapalua you keep and then the next event is tory again you're struggling like this was when I thought, you know, hey, 144 person fields. And then it was waste management, Pebble Riviera. That's a I lot. think Pebble could be kind of cool with like yeah. 60 people. Sure. You but could, I don't you think could they'll charge even more for those AM right? spots. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to keep Well, that they could format. charge more. They could double it. True. Right? True. This. I think there's a big waiting list from what I've heard. Oh, be yeah. An amp. yeah. That and the huge uh, waiting list. That and the Tahoe one. I guess the Tahoe one's like impossible to get in. That's like a coveted invite. Hard to get in, but not really? not a, that's a celebrity deal. So. I mean, that But yeah. Sounds go like ahead. a good a good gig going to Tahoe and playing golf in the middle of the summer sure, for a few days. Unless- Unless you're, yeah, get into certain indiscretions like a couple past participants have in Tahoe that time of year. But, um, but yeah. then it's like March. You got Bay Hill, and um, you got Bay players. Hill and the players. April, you April, you go from. I always I thought this was like a good idea, and we could talk more about this. But like, go from Augusta to Atlanta, and play at East Lake that week as a full field event. Hmm. Okay. Where's Harbor Town? And well, then, I can't believe we're doing the schedule, but go ahead. Let's let's keep going. All right. And then and then you go to Texas, like you play some Texas tournament, uh, one of the two Dallas tournaments. You do not give them both. I would like to see Colonial. If you're talking about history, I mean Colonial. All right, Colonial. The guts and roots of the tour. 
Uh, is the Nelson is Nelson's name also? Yes, but go ahead. Keep One going. other spring event. I I always liked Houston before the Masters too. FYI, sure. So that was one other one that I kind of had penciled in there. And then you go and play Wells Fargo. Like that should be a good event. It's in it's in a you know Charlotte, good city, like good time of year there at late April, and then in May, like Memorial, you actually play on Memorial Day weekend. Um, you do. I I can't remember past this. So you're but cutting you one of the. You're cutting the Nelson. You're like cutting entire events here. You're not suggesting oh, yeah. these are the. These are just the fifteen elevated. You're just cutting down a schedule. Is what I'm. My saying. idea yeah. was just to like cut. Just, just get rid slash of and burn. Of, yeah, and then everything else is a corn fairy event. I think I heard. What so what's this on is, the cutting floor there? Harbor Town, Zurich. Uh, Harbor Town, Zurich. You're getting rid of Harbor Town. Uh, Bob Hope, um, interesting. Amex. Oh, yeah, that's the Same Bob Hope. Uh, what else is there? Harbor Town. Yeah, there's a lot of shit about that. One. I kind of wanted to keep Sony. I, it was. Oh yeah. I Just couldn't the, do it for the Robert Allen. I couldn't get rid of. I couldn't get rid of There's all the childhood memories of playing that Nintendo 64 game. Couldn't do it, uh, but um, but yeah, the whole idea then. But this is essentially the same premise, right? It's the idea of you're creating like a new brand. You know, my idea was like you get all the riffraff off tour and have real tour events, Again. and then everything else is corn fairy. Now they're just saying we're just going to create a new brand of tour events that are better than regular tour events. So you're just you know the tour is becoming effectively of what what I wanted the farm system of of bottom feeders on tour top end corn fairy guys but don't you think they should co-opt some of the to- exist extant events into well, this upper of echelon as opposed to building for- it's I tricky. think they probably will do that no I yeah that's what they're going to do but it's very difficult because like you're you, you know it's the same rant I went on with the western open you're just completely like n- nuking the history of the event when you when you completely change I did the identity th- of it I did notice I was looking at pictures. We'd already started recording. He does get the Western Open trophy. He's got the newfangled modern BMW one. And then the Western Open trophies on there, out there on the green with Cantlay. Is that offensive to you? His name's on that? I mean, it's played in Wilmington. There's 70 guys, no cut. A little different, no open qualifiers. You know, Michael Shackner, you didn't have to beat him. Or is that your guy you're talking about? Uh, I wonder if that's not my guy, but yeah, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) All right. He made made a hole in one. I think he made a hole one on, on like the 17th hole. So uh, you get both trophies. And and, and qualified. Get both trophies. A little interesting. Uh, Either way, you know, we're trying to figure out the details, whether they'll co-opt existing events I'm sure we'll get a ton of detail from about it tomorrow from Jay Monahan at his press conference, right? Don't don't he have a lot of answers to all these questions going to oh, specifics? Oh and yeah, nuts and bolts and hard details. He's, and, do you think he'll use we're uncovering every stone first, or or we're looking um, at all? Everything's on the table. Everything's on the table. We're looking at all possibilities, but I want to tell you the one thing, every decision we make, we come back to thinking about what's best for our players, our partners, 
and of course our fans. You know, we're going to get a of lot of that. Our fans. <laughs> it's always the fans. Is like after the partners, the players, and then fans is somewhere. Down it's the always line. like the partners and players, and you're like, okay, he's done. And then it's like, and fans. <laughs> And fans, uh, yeah, he'll be talking tomorrow. He usually. What, goes if, what about you? Time. What do you have any thoughts on these on these events? I think the WGC critique is a fair enough fear to raise, right? The WGCs, um, and I'm going to not step on Garrett Morrison. Some thoughts he has here, like maybe they're better than we're given remembering. Not all of them were told thought. Like for whatever reason. Some of like the lasting WGC memories for me are just like Firestone. Everyone's out of gas. Justin Thomas is winning by six and nobody else seems to care besides JT because he's winning. And it's August. Rory's, and- Rory's hitting at 30 yards over greens with wedges. <laughs> and it's August and we just played the Open, the Canadian Open, and now we've got the PGA next week and the FedEx Cup right after that. And it's just like, why are we here? Like, why? Like after Tiger, like Firestone, I, I don't know. But I guess there are... That that is a cons- I think it's a fair fear to raise. Like, could these just be a bunch of WGCs now? I because it's 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 not a full measure. The full measure is like team golf. Let's be honest, right? Like the full measure is like a PGL model. It's totally rechanging the configuration. This is just an attempt um, to get the best players in the world together as much as possible. Uh, maybe with a separate race or crown or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I, I guess one, I don't know. I don't know thing. that I agree with that critique, but I, I think it's a pretty fair point to raise that that could be what it turns into. One other thing along, you know, uh, with the WGCs, like, I mean, they did deliver a lot of great moments. Yep. And I think like the match play was obviously the standout. I think where the WGCs lost the plot, were that they were not worldwide. Besides China. And one of them was saddled in China. <laughs> the one worldwide one was saddled in China for Which, a decade. The entire... And, and, the, in like November. The entire indent that made on our golfing culture or our golfing consciousness was the pre-tournament activations. The sword play <laughs> with Tiger and Phil... And Henrik Stenson descending like a, a puppet on strains and that, all that different stuff. That's the only time. That's the only thing that event got you know uh, entered our consciousness. But yes, can, can I? Can I? Durrell say was the good. Durrell was thought. good. Durrell was fun. It, c- it created some drama and fireworks and pissed off players. Durrell was not a bad event. Go ahead. No, it was good. I, I you know Chapultepec. As much as I hated that golf course, was super fun. like like jt and and phil that one year was great um but one thing i think the biggest thing that i've actually thought about and i i excuse me for not saying it right off the top it's very you know given this week it's very relevant what happens to the fedex cup playoffs right well i think that's probably what the pga tour is wondering asking rory and tiger by tour, I mean the you know the bureaucrats that now have to. I, that's that's what I was I've been thinking about this week. I, as I've I'm putting together a a, a tour championship rota for yeah. um, the Subs- newsletter. Subscribe tomorrow. to the Friday newsletter. 
tease. Yeah. That's a tease. If you want it, go to but, subscribe. But it, as I was putting it together, I was like writing the intro, and it's like, well, who who the hell knows what's going to happen? I think like everything's on the table. So, you know, I'm going to just fire off some takes. But the thing about it is like, I was, you know, what's the FedEx Cup playoffs going to be in 2024 if these plans get enacted by then? Is does the do the playoffs exist? Are they, you know, is it the only way you earn points is through these big events? I would guess that that's going to be the case. And then is it like, are we at like 30 people make the playoffs? I would I mean, say that. When you think about like if there's smaller field events, and only you only can earn points to those events. What are the playoffs going to be? I'd say the question. And I think then all of a sudden you have like carte blanche. That, that question is that, you know, we now have this concept and proposal. Is that now putting them putting the ball in the PGA Tours court? And do you trust that to no, I don't return trust the it. ball? They will, they will screw effect? it up. I'll tell you, I got, you know, I was a little concerned. I was a little too harsh on Wednesday, on Monday on that Monaghan. You made it a soundbite or whatever, an audiogram that we shared on Twitter. But I got a good amount of feedback from people in and around the golf industry about like that that um it it, it continues to the, the the report does not make them look particularly good they had to have you have to have in case of emergency break glass and here's plan a b c and d and here's our 18 different really cool concepts we could do and it doesn't sound like they had any of that even as recently as july 3rd so rory mcelroy is preparing for the open championship and also trying to save the pga tour um so do you trust them to deal with the FedEx, a new FedEx cup? No, I don't trust them. I think like I've been thinking about this a ton and this is a, you know, a little bit more of, of, of substance of how I would think about the playoffs of, you know, venues and how it works. It would be really cool if it went, if you went East coast round one, not Memphis, which I know that's impossible given FedEx as the sponsor. It's absolutely there's no way they're moving that event again our partners, anytime unless our the, members there's this our partners <laughs> then our fans our schedule so, partners is up there and that's fedex like just look at how great ridgewood was for that usam and that used to be the opening round that was a, a venue in play for the opening round of the playoffs now I, it goes to tpc and attack so anyways i would go that new york boston area <laughs> FedEx Cup round one. Okay. FedEx Cup round two, Midwest. Doesn't have to be Chicago every year. You have to do the Midwest. It's August. It could it could rotate between Detroit, Minneapolis, Chicago, Cleveland, Indianapolis. Firestone, Akron, Cleveland. Anyway, no, okay. Go Canterbury ahead. could host. Continue. All right. Yep. Um, and then and then close it out. Give us primetime golf or at least even like mountain time golf like just give get us into the right window the tour championship and and i guess this is a good segue into what we're we're talking what's going on this week the tour tour championship is an utter like utter disaster (laughs) the end of the season tournament should be a spectacle it should be must-see tv and they have turned it in to a net handicap tournament in swampy East Lake, in swampy Atlanta in August. Like, 
it looks like it, nobody wants to go out to that tournament. It's 95 degrees and humid. It doesn't look fun on TV to watch. It's it's a, you know, it's, I can't wait for the golf course to get blown up. Congratulations <laughs> to the membership there for, for finally doing the right thing. Uh, I cannot wait for Andrew Green to, to just really like, you know, go ham on it. And, uh, you know, the fact that this tournament is just so forgettable and is so soulless when it should be, this is the end of the regular season. People should be like, oh, this sucks. Like, and part of this is because of the wraparound schedule, but it should be like, oh, this sucks. Golf's over. I'm sad. Like, it's the way you get with football or or basketball or whatever sport you're a fan of is when the season's over, you're sad. This one, I'm happy it's over. I can't <laughs> wait till it's over. You know, I was I was driving. I'm like, bring on, bring on Napa, bring on the Fortnite. I was driving, you know, from DC to Cleveland last night, and I was just thinking about this. My brain is um, just been poisoned uh, by golf, being too into golf. I was thinking about this a lot on the ride, and trying to recall like the last five FedEx Cup winners, and the last five Tour Championship winners, and then I was like, Cantlay, why, Rom, why can't I do this, DJ? No, Rom never won it. I couldn't do it. So I was like, is this just like my memory? So I did that. Then I did the majors. I did them like boom, boom, boom. Like every major, like I do like five years and and I still could not come up. Can you tell me who won the last five FedEx Cups? So Cantlay, DJ. I couldn't do DJ. I forgot DJ. Rory. (laughs) Then before that, who was before Rory? Those were the three Nets. No, it was Rose, I think. Can't lay DJ. And then JT was the year before that. Roy Rose, JT. Yes. Yes. Okay. So you had back-to-back guys. So Rose is super forgettable in there. Right, because it was Tiger won it. And that was like, when you're talking about spectacle, you talk about this championship, it's like your memories of it are that one. And like Bill Haas hitting from the mud. Like, what are, what are your sweaty memories? Of this torch, this at least like that's what I'm. It should be. It, I tiger. think one of the big problems, like, and I just one of the huge problems is that golf's on the next week. That is a massive <laughs> issue with it. Or maybe I, they take a week off for Labor Day. They take the week off for Labor Day, right? Yeah, it goes you get to the corn fairy, corn fairy final. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like the fact that golf isn't over for even a week, really, two weeks. Like if you gave it a month, it'd be like okay. I am looking at the you know, Wikipedia. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for this, and it's just delightful. Not under the thumb, of, not under the thumb of the tour. They have a column for lowest gross, and it's just a fence. It's literally called low gross for the last three years. Kevin Na, John Rob were low gross last year. Uh, Xander Rory's was the only double double. So fantastic stuff. Wikipedia, low gross. Uh, so I do like your idea. Go East Coast, Midwest, and then Mountain or West Coast uh, gradually for the playoffs. And that's yeah, it'd be do. cool. You work your way across the country. And hey, if you want to flip it on every other year and go the other way across the country, go for it. But like the idea of like, it involving the entire country. Like, what are we doing? We're going from Memphis to Wilmington, Delaware to Atlanta. I, I think like if they have to do Atlanta, just, I don't know, do it once every five years. 
I mean, something. I, I like the idea of it being Atlanta. A prime time. Atlanta should just be Atlanta should be a full, full PGA Tour stop. I don't April understand. Whatever. Like, yeah. why? What are? Why are we putting Atlanta in August? Yeah, I'll tell like, you. You where, know how many great places. So when we plan out the fried egg event calendar. Oh, here we go. Maybe they need to consult you. Uh, maybe the people behind the moat, over the moat, need to call you. Let's go. One of the issues that we run into is that the best time to host at like every place in America is September. Yeah. It's right. like, oh, you know, you talk to people, it's like when's when's a good time there? September, October. Yeah. Right. So it's like, oh, well, you know, we got to have a We only can put 12. a certain amount yeah. of, of courses in there. So yeah. what we usually do is we're like, well, where is it the very, very best at that time? Right. So with August, it's not the very, very best in Atlanta. You're doing the course, the city, everything, a disservice having it there in August. Have yeah. it in April. Yeah. It's beautiful there. Have it, have it in May. Yep. Don't have it in August. Well, whether it's May, August, October, no, September, you could probably always use a pair of gooders because there's always enough sunlight during that stretch of the year. Whether it's too hot do you know, or cool, do you, know you I still saw? need your gooders. What? Uh, what? I got the email. I'm on their email list. Yeah, me too. Got blasted. Oh, they're going thin They boy. got new, new style, the LFGs. I'm super excited about this. I what got kind of mean? a narrow head. I got the narrow. I got a narrow head. My my cousin calls calls his head, who's got a similar head, a dime head. Dime head. It's like yeah, the like because your head's like shaped like a dime. Oh, okay. You know, it's narrow. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyways, sunglasses like a lot of times don't fit perfect, but this they come up with a smaller sunglass. Um, oh, I'm pumped. I already put guys. my order in. The, li- the yeah, wee little waves. guys. Yeah, the, the, thing, wee, the wee waves. That's yeah. right. All right, so that's a new style. You already got an order. Good. I already got an order in. Super pumped. So you know, if you got a smaller head, they're brand new shade, brand new line of shades. I think it released on Friday of okay. last week. So I, just I was an super order pumped in. when I saw these come through. My own money. Uh, my wife asked for. I got my wife two earlier this year. She wanted two more. I got two for myself. Hey, you know, you get that $50 threshold, you get free shipping, use the promo code SGS, and you get uh, 15, is it 15%? Yeah, $15, 15%, 15% off. Uh, I guess $15 would be way too much if you're getting one pair. But yeah, 15% off, use the promo code SGS, go to Gooder. I got the, I didn't know what they that they were this. It's the Tour de France, uh, like, style. <laughs> I didn't know what, I just like the look of them. And then I get them, it's like, what's this FRA on the end of it? It's like, oh, these are uh, Tour de France themed glasses. So they look good. I, they're a little loud, like my wife says, but I, occasionally I, I could use a loud pair. So go to gooder.com, mind your vowels, G-O-O-D-R, uh, and use the promo code S-G-S. All right, uh, moving on. Should we talk about the this actual specific tour championship as in the one this week? We, yeah, we, we're, we we're going to hear from Jay Monahan. News today, Will Zalatoris is WD'd from it with two herniated discs. Also WD'd from the President's Cup, uh, which is really, really unfortunate. It sucks. He's going to finish in 30th. Is that confirmed? Is he automatically 30th? Yeah, automatically 30th. 
reflective of his rumor about, about an accurate Just spot. A, the rumor mill is the tour is trying to figure out a way trying to figure out a way to give him some sort of money based off of uh off of his finish this is a this is a deep state rumor yeah, that sounds a little bogus. I don't know if I believe that. It's, and it's just completely they're, making they're, it up as they go. That's like, I know they are basically in effect doing that, but then you're totally just nothing Nothing well, matters. Well, if you can get rid of the tournament of champions and let people in that didn't win tournaments, sure, you could f- find some find a million dollars or two to give Zalatoris some cash. I mean, it is a little odd that this you is a, So this Smith is one of the issues with their... Fourth. With their... <laughs> Zalatoris 30th. Go ahead. So this is one of the big issues with their structure. This let's make no qualms about it. This playoffs, it's not a playoff. This was created to give the best players on tour money. And it was created under the guise of a playoff to fans. And also it was, it was a again, sellable product they thought of to FedEx. Partners. Sellable product. Par- players, partners. <laughs> And last and but fans. not least. Yeah. So okay. this was all a, a scheme to sell the FedEx and then also to then, you know, reward their top end players, give them a nice little bonus at the end of the year. So the problem with this net format is that Zalatoris is finishing 30th. And he wasn't the 30th best player on tour. It's supposed to be a season achievement award. And it's not not serving its purpose when a net format is in place, right? The the net totally throws it out of whack. It totally throws. I was going to say like my cop to this would be like Kevin Durant tearing his Achilles in the finals. It's a terrible blow at the worst time, you know. And Clay tearing his ACL, and but they're still runner up, right? It's maybe they're not champions. Yes. Like they got an injury at the worst time, but it's not like all of a sudden they're. You know, compensated and rewarded and memorialized as the 30th best team or the midpoint, you know, somewhere 10th best team in the league. Oh. The owners the are also does. still collecting that ticket revenue from the <laughs> finals appearance. You know, right. Zell Torres, he ain't collecting that that ticket revenue. <laughs> uh, again, yes, it exposes a, a real flaw in the staggered start format. Should we talk about that? Where we're starting is uh, Scotty Scheffler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty Scheffler. 10 under. 10 under. Cantley 8. Zalatoris 7. Doesn't matter. I guess he's just off. Do you th- why can't he just up. stay at 7? That's a good point. Why couldn't they just let him play even par golf the rest of the way? What if they set it up really then hard? He wins. Yeah. <laughs> and he wins. Well, that would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the best. Put some Mickey Mouse pins out there and just let it go. Um, <laughs> uh, that would be Z- an ideal outcome. Xander six. They really should just let him be seven and see where le- seven under lands. Right? Doesn't that make sense? Wherever seven under lands is where he lands. I-, I would hope that's how it goes. Six under Xander. Five under Burns. Four under is Cam, Rory, Finau, Sep. I don't need to go through the whole list, but all the way down to even par. Um, the payouts just why you got to treat Adam Scott like that. It was such an achievement for him to make the make the I, playoffs I, I, and the tournament of champions. You know, we've talked to, about how he's gotten to it, but we don't need to talk. You know, list every name out. Last place gets five hundred grand. First place gets eighteen million. Um, I don't have a. 
I'm excited to see, as for now, Cam Smith and Rory are paired together. Cam Smith in the field playing. That's the spiciest, what if Cam most Smith exciting wins? part. I mean, it's not not an ideal situation. We didn't. Like, we neglected to talk what, about what the, is the tour Cup if, roster reveal the Cam, other day with the with the graphics <laughs> and Cam Smith and his attire, and apparently he's being playing Boston next week. Uh, it's not ideal. If Cam Smith is leading by two going into Sunday, what what's the tour doing from a setup standpoint? How how are they going to try and phase Cam Smith? That's interesting. That's really interesting. I mean, this you know, since they've been earning their money all year with creativity and ideas and ways to punish and you know tilt the scales and protect themselves, they've been so good at that. Maybe they can figure out some ideas between now and Sunday. I don't know what that is. Do, do, do you give him an incorrect tea time? Do you do you like send the text yeah. message to him yeah, with a bad time? Be. And then text everybody else and be like, we're actually teeing off two hours early because of weather. And, and maybe you start him miss the boat. Start repainting some hazard lines real sloppily. Like, he doesn't pay attention to those. The right, you know, hitting right off of hazard lines. You, you I, I mean, you, you plant hecklers. What do you do? I'm not suggesting they become that, uh, you know, untoward, but who knows that that would be not a, a fun situation if you were a, a tour stakeholder, so to speak. Um, anything else on this week's uh, tour championship? We've talked um, about it quite a bit. Sure. I think, I think I do think the one thing that's kind of quasi interesting about this format is the guy in first starting like JT talked about it the first year he had the lead and he was like, it was really weird having a lead starting event two strokes up. It was just like a weird feel. So I think that's like something that makes the first round somewhat interesting is like Scheffler. How does he handle like the, I think the flip side of it is like, how do we feel if Patrick Cantlay is a two time joints tiger and Rory as two time FedEx cup the winners? only back to back ever back to back in the illustrious history of the courier cup. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no one's ever defended. They keep writing that up. No one's ever defended. You know, this, this is, this is the, you know they've at back to back every other major. No one's ever defended on uh, the FedEx Cup, um, and the house cat uh, Xander is one to watch. He's won the gross twice here. He does play well here. He does play well. I I can't let, you know we kind of tried to be nice to him. I you know deservedly so. I watched this whole press conference after. Like he's always super interesting to me. Most of the time, to, you know, he can be monotone and a little droll. But I think substantively, he's trying to give you real honest thoughts. But he talked about being ahead, and contra to JT, he's like it wasn't that weird. I think he said it was just like I basically need to shoot like a sub seventy two score. I want to basically shoot my best number over four days. And I know that sounds very basic and it's not exciting, but for him, it, he he guess. He's like, I didn't really look at where I was on the leaderboard until Sunday. And then you start to understand. You're, you're basically just chasing. Like, everybody's zeroed out. But again, that's not the case in reality. Um, any tea times jump out? What a bummer you? for Zalatoris, though, real quick. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it sucks. I, I, honestly, I, the President's Cup for me is the bigger blow. I really wanted to get him involved in the tea, team event. What? See him. I want to see him play a really? team of it. Yeah. 
Why do you give a shit about the tour championship? Seeing Zalatoris there. I want I want to see him in team events. I just I I'm saying I'm bummed. I'm just bummed about like listen, like two herniated discs is is no Oh it's no joke. That's not a good golf injury. Like I'm, I'm, talking about I'm the super instant, bummed about like the instant issue. We've seen yes. bad backs like have like serious and, and I it would really suck if if that was the, the case with Zal Torres. Like you know I may be wrong, but wasn't the back the issue last year at the uh, open championship? Wasn't it a back thing? Or was that a shoulder? A neck? I think it, it was maybe I think it was the farther. back. Yeah. It might have been uh, it's what caused the bad putt. Somebody told me on the internet too. That's what they told us. Shame on all of you for, you know, having comments and critiques about a viral flooding stroke because it was actually his injury. Um, okay. Uh, any, that's it. That does it for Atlanta. Let's uh, hit schedule. That's it? Well, one and done a, picks you're... don't count. One and bu- done picks. I went and looked. Hey, and they don't count. I think I got... it's a staggered leaderboard, as you know. Really? Yes. There's no. It's over. It I finished seventh. Year. I finished seventh in that league. Uh, I'm in really. Fir- I'm in first. Yeah, I'm in first in my other league. Let me tell you, having the staggered start when you're in first is great in a <laughs> in a, in a fantasy because it's like, oh, I'm taking Scheffler. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the like the books don't even know what to do with the, some of the odds. They're like, well, is Scotty Scheffler the favorite? Oh, yeah, of course he's the favorite. He's starting ahead. But, like, how do they – a lot of books aren't even listing it. I thought I saw Ben Coley uh, switch. You did finish seventh. God. I think I was 161 out of 172. So, um, yeah, no one and done picks this week. We went over – we don't need to feature groups. I just like that Cam Smith-Rory one. As long as Cam stays in the field, that gives me – some juice to watch this really dig into this event uh schedule let's continue what, on any it. other any other tea times stand out to you no septic tank and tony fino is a big boy special i kind of like that you know if rich Lerner were on the call he'd be talking about how that was the left side that could be the left side of the falcons line you know he'd be doing that whole thing i like that as as term as a as a big boy special Anything jump out to you? There's I only might, 29 guys. I might be pulling for a septic tank. That might be the guy that I most want to win. $18 million? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you want to come up with a way, the quickest way for this, this to never happen again. This net championship, to, it's never, ever happened again. <laughs> Sep Straka winning would be, would be that. Horrible season. You know, it Great goes, week in Memphis. And now he's there. Not a horrible season. That's not fair. But aside from his win, he won. it was not. Yeah, it was not as, as strong relative to others. Sorry. You know where horrible he deserves play. to be? Where? The tournament of champions. That's Maybe true. not this close to a uh, to a uh, FedEx Cup win. Fitzy Cam Young is a good pairing, I suppose. Morikawa, Hovland. I hear they're friends. Close. Um, it's only. It's you know. What's the pace of play? 345. We got to, right? Come on. 29 guys on the course. Twosomes. Got to get them around in 345, at least Thursday and Friday. Right? I mean, it should be like three. I know. I know. I'm aware. 330. I'm demanding 330. I mean, it should be 230. (laughs) It should be 230, to be completely honest. The the other reason is there's not much going on on the golf course. Like, there there isn't... This is a... 
It's a pretty, pretty vanilla golf course. Is it all right in front of you? As they say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Aaron left, Wise. Bunker right. Bunker Aaron left, Wise is bunker right. <laughs> Aaron bunker Wise left, is 10 right. shots back. He should be playing by himself, and he's already 10 shots he back. He shouldn't even be here. G- guy should he play. Didn't, he wasn't in the top 30. What? Because of the L, uh, Gooch? Taylor Gooch? Wasn't yeah, it? Gooch legitimately played half a season and was above him. You know, there shouldn't be any concessions here. Uh, it should, yeah, a lot, lot of hacks on how you can better the, the f- tournament of champions out there. We're seeing the match play brackets, which is always a one that comes up being sent around elsewhere this week. Um, we have the Omega European masters, which is at the, the one at Kranz. Always a good one up there in the mountains. They slap it around up there in the mountains. This is a, the Fitzpatrick heartbreak. This used to be a special. He'd come in like runner up every year, but could never win it. Fin- um, finished 72nd in the FedEx Cup and head over and play it clean up at the at the Omega. <laughs> uh, we have the CP Women's Open, the Brooke Henderson. Event of the week. The- really? Why? I'm throwing Canada a bone. bone. Okay. All right. Brooke Henderson coming home after her uh, major championship this summer, Evian. Do you think they're really excited for her to come back? Yes. I think they're extremely defensive and proud of their players. So, yes, I'm sure they're very excited. Um, Do you think they're more excited about Brooke Henderson coming home or Corey Connors making the tour championship? What about Corey Connors making the Press Cup team? I think they're probably pretty excited to have Canada representation back on there. Do you think they're yeah. upset that he doesn't wear a, a, a Canada flag and he's got the international team flag around him? No. Why? Why what, what, what huh. the, Seems like they're slighting Canada. Well, don't all the guys... What do you mean? Corey... Con, uh, like, is Sanjay in the Canadian flag? Canadians deserve a special denotation. It is a good flag. The Maple Leaf is one of the best flags. The CP Women's Open, you can watch that in the morning on the, uh, I don't know, Golf Channel. It looks like 9.30 to 12.30. The Omega European Masters looks like it's streaming concurrently with that. Uh, Tour Championship is on Golf Channel and Peacock from 1 to 6 on Thursday and Friday. And then, I don't know, a combination of Golf Channel, NBC, and Peacock on Saturday and Sunday. What are we looking at for Sunday? A 6 p.m. finish. Going late on Saturday. Till 7 p.m. Wow. How about that? Combating. I don't know. There's no college football yet. I don't think. Um, That's for the tour championship? Yeah. What about it? Oh, wow. That's dicey with weather going that late. 7 o'clock? Saturday? Yeah. I mean, you've got 29 guys. Yeah, one rain delay. And you got the the leaders coming in at 6 a.m. I think this could be a two-day event. They could play 36 on Saturday and 36 on Sunday. There's 29 guys. Can yeah, be but think about if you're a leader and you play till 7, 7.30 at night and then you got to come back and play nine holes because of a stupid rain delay. Like, you should do some This is why it should reporting. be a West Coast event. Check that weather forecast. This might be my. This might be actually the, the dream scenario now. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, poor scheduling. Because Scotty Scheffler just living at East Lake Saturday and Sunday morning. Saturday yeah, he's night. got he's get, he gets off the course, gra- grabs a quick bite bite to eat, and he's up at four the next morning to get out there, finish up round three. <laughs> uh gosh, come on! Give, like you just, can always move him back. Why? 
That's the other question I have. Is like, why can't you just move them back? I guess the TV Network. contract might have Locked a problem. Yeah. Yes. Uh, elsewhere in the world of golf, you have the nationwide children's hospital championship, which would be the second leg of the uh, Corn Ferry Tour postseason. This is co co event of the week okay, too. Here we, we go. haven't here given we go. enough shine to it. Um, <clears throat> we have the Ally Challenge. I assume that's a Champions Tour event. I don't know anything about it. it looks tape delayed. Um, seven to nine on Golf Channel. We have the same issue again, where nationwide, you know, Corn Ferry Tour playoffs, the actual playoffs. With like, uh, like to be honest, a good mix of like high level corn fairy players, a mix of PGA Tour players who are down, some European Tour players who come over and try to play in it, like some pros playing for uh, careers, and uh, it's the postseason allegedly, but it's on tape delay. <laughs> on Friday, it's on nine to eleven p.m. The event is in, isn't that Columbus? Nationwide Children's Hospital, yeah, and it's on nine to eleven p.m. on uh, Friday night. And so that's just, same. here's what you have to do. Just ignore social media. Do not open the PGA <laughs> Tour app and you're more. good to go. Do not watch the bottom scroll either. Don't watch the scroll on the bottom. Change the dimensions of your TV and you won't know what's going on. We mentioned the Ally Challenge. Then you also have the U.S. Senior Women's Open. The USGA Championships roll on. This is We're getting towards the end. You got a mid-am in September, but the U.S. Senior Women's Open, uh, that is in, I think, Dayton area, NCR. So that is on Peacock. What do you Saturday think about uh, one of the Belgian waffles getting their card? Who's uh, Dietrich? Did he get it in Boise? Thomas. Right. Yeah, he's T3. Good for him. Well, Thomas Peters was struggling at the dnd real check masters he airmailed it into well the, thomas uh, peters doesn't want to be on the tour oh well, he doesn't he doesn't want to do the caesar salad how, deal. how long till thomas peters says or thomas dietrich says goes on the belgian uh belgian tour strike probably like does he spend his, like six months and he's fourth, like how this is it for me his fourth caesar salad at the amex <laughs> and i think that might be he's like i think i know what kelserts and pete peters are talking about you know, just just stuck at some of these <laughs> hotels in Texas and wherever else, Florida. He might be longing for Belgium by then. Um, all right, that's it for schedule for the week. News, a uh, big day for people who ate vowels. Again, we have tomorrow, tomorrow with Tiger and Rory. <laughs> TMRW, which is, they have to explain what it stands for. I think that could be an issue. Stands for tomorrow. Light on details, big on names. Uh, it's Tiger, Rory, and Mike McCarley, the former head of Golf Channel, who's you know prominent in the uh, media world. Also with a, an investment from Dick Ebersol, the uh, NBC Sports head, you know the f former head and, and icon in the media world, and I think a real sort of mentor to McCarley. Uh, who I think launched Golf Pass with Rory. I believe they t worked on that together, Golf Channel. Uh, I don't know exactly what it is. Um, it's Tiger, Rory, and veteran sports industry executive uh, focused on building, uh, Mike McCarley are focused on building technology-focused ventures that feature progressive approaches to sports, media, and entertainment, parentheses, pronounced tomorrow sports. Uh, so it didn't get into a lot of specifics. It's still early. They said more investors are going to be announced soon. Uh, this is apparently a callback to the Eamon Lynch report as well on, I guess it was Sunday, about non-green grass technology-focused events, uh, one-day events 
Seems exciting in terms of the names that are involved. I, I not a lot to react to other than that, though the names, right? Not not a lot of details yet on what it could be. Yeah, I I think obviously you're probably like anything. I got well anything that Rory and Tiger are going to do in golf. Let me tell you something. Outside of golf pass, it's going to be successful. You mean, do we know that golf pass is not successful? <laughs> Other than we don't know anyone who uses it I mean, necessarily. It's got incredible, hammered, hammered incredible over ads. <laughs> it's been the advertising platform is it's been afforded is absolutely incredible. But but uh, but anyways, the the other thing I wanted to say about this was that the dropping the vowels, I got a press release. Um, a couple weeks ago, within the last few weeks, I screenshot it. I can't find it. I forgot what it was from. You know, these are, I don't remember these things. They're kind of in one ear out the other. But I was going to tweet something about it. They, they was, uh, it was one of the, a company that got rid of vowels. <laughs> and the press release started with the company, like it was the announcement of the company. I can't remember what it said. And then, in parentheses, right after it said "pronounced," so this is so. a scourge. No, this is a twenty-first century scourge. I, what is going on? Was there just some well, marketing branding <laughs> guru with a fair amount of influence that decided vowels vowels are out, and everybody decided to listen to this guy? It's a complete scourge. On the, uh, why are we just t- indiscriminately all of a sudden in this century taking vowels out of everything? Tomorrow, tomorrow. Especially, especially if you have to then explain what it is. Right. Then parentheses, pronounced tomorrow, pronounced whatever company you sent you an email. It's, it's what, interesting. What are we doing? What, Somebody what with are some we doing? influence decided vowels are bad and it's become a trend. But I, I'm, I'm moderately excited, I would say, by what this could be. Uh, I guess the, it's still a pretty blank com- canvas. Um, but Tiger Rory and some heavy hitters in the media world. Yeah, it is exciting. I mean, they're, they, who knows what they're going to do, but it's exciting. <laughs> who knows what they could be, but it's exciting nonetheless, even though we don't have the first damn clue what it is, but still <laughs> <It's> exciting. Exciting. <laughs> exciting stuff. <laughs> uh, all right, let's, that's it. I had, I had a good, uh, PGA of America opened Frisco. I got a good tale of the tape with the global home. Some good stuff and some good articles. We'll have to save that for another time. I don't want to. Oh, there's, there's some great quotes from some individuals involved. We'll, we'll do that maybe for Monday with, with the PGA Frisco. I, Seth Waugh, I'll leave you this one. Called it, this is our field of dreams. And then Susie Whaley talks about how it's got an Omni hotel and bars and movie theater and all this other stuff. It's like. That just seems like incongruous with the field of dreams is like a cornfield. It's like a, it means a natural landscape, Lambo, something with history. Uh, you know, something that's be, rising out of the terrain. I, it's, an, it's an excerpt. You know, it's an excerpt. It's not so, that's just sprawl at its finest or worst, depending on your point of view. There's an, you know, probably an orange theory and a Whole Foods, and now there's a PGA headquarters, and it's a field of dreams. Do you dreams. think they have a cava? It sounds like that kind of thing that would have a kava. Yes. Yes. I'll tell you what, inside. All right, we're doing it. 
Six hundred acre campus. Uh, well, look at this. It's got bunkers I can't inside. Look at it. This is an audio. This is it's an audio si- media. Oh, I'm about to describe it. It's got a first floor has a massive putting green and even a bunker area. Are people just blasting sand around inside? What well, seems so just ostentatious? That's like moat. Like, why do you need a, sa- a bunker inside? People just splashing sand everywhere. You come in, you go through security, you scan in, you get a pit in the face with a bunch of sand. Here's the other thing. Like, this is a, just a take. Like, I don't think those, like, I, I bet, I've bet i spent a, a fair amount of time in, like, a dome in the winter in Chicago where you go practice. The thing about those, like, in, indoor bunkers is they don't age well. Like, they look really ratty, like, two yeah. years in. <laughs> like, it's not going to look good after, like, a week. Yeah. On the area of North Texas, I mean, this is Dallas, uh, kind of. It's pretty up there. He goes, Wah said, there's a difference between a golf championship and a tournament. We're making this the home of championships, which I guess is a shot at the Nelson, maybe, because uh, those are just tournaments, and now they're going to have PGA majors there. I, I don't know necessarily what it, what it I don't know. It, it's, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do a more, I don't know, exacting uh dissection of this on monday or next week all right everyone enjoy your uh or friday or friday everyone enjoy your wednesdays enjoy your thursdays we'll talk to you again appreciate your continued support enjoy the tour championship and whatever else you want to watch this week 